Welcome to my podcast. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast for Monday, Labor Day, September 5th, 2022. Happy Labor Day to everyone. And yes, labor is so important. We have to recognize how our con- our economy runs on labor and we must salute our workforce. Today's podcast is on electric cars, inflation, student debt forgiveness, woke schools, COVID-19, the Mar-a-Lago intrusion or raid, whatever you'd like to call it, Zuckerberg, cancel culture, and MAGA Republicans are fascists, according to uh, Biden. Uh, So I know that sounds like a lot of material to cover, but hang in there, people. The the discussion today may seem a bit disjointed, but I'm, I'm converging on a point. And um, I think it'll become apparent as we go through it. So uh, I'd like to just start off today with um, an article that came out uh, in the New York Post entitled Dr. Fauci's War on Science and Garland's Accidental Launch and Other Commentary. Um, it's, it reads that uh, Fauci did his best to debunk the anti-COVID hawkism Great Barrington Declaration just four days after it was published, according to Dr. Marty McCary at Common Sense. And Facebook and Google followed suit, falsely deeming it misinformation. Yet now, federal officials are endorsing many of the policies of the Great Barrington Declaration, whose authors suggested, uh, so if dissent had been welcomed from the start, a lot of suffering could have been avoided. Scientists own up to mistakes and strive to do better. Instead, Fauci famously said, attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science, but no person embodies science. To suggest as much betrays a cast of mind that is entirely at odds with science itself. So you folks should read all about the Great Barrington uh, Resolution. It was signed by hundreds and hundreds of uh, physicians and scientists um, to debunk uh, the uh, strategies that were adopted uh, by um, the administration, largely the lockdown of the economy and the mandates with regard to masks. Um, So... Uh, now, now moving on to Mar-a-Lago, because Mar-a-Lago has been in the in the news. The raid was unprecedented. Shouldn't the Department of Justice tell us why? They have been trying to get Donald Trump for seven years, all based on lies. Why would America trust the Department of Justice now after the FBI and the Department of Justice falsified FISA warrants to get Donald Trump? You see, this this is a, a, a really important point. If you listen to... The mainstream media, which no one trusts anymore, what you're going to hear is a focusing on the evidence and what the possible criminal liabilities might be for Donald Trump. But none of the newscasters are talking about the fact that this raid was the most recent attack on uh, Donald Trump. It's been going on for seven years, folks. Uh, two failed impeachments in Congress, to, which started off the whole thing. But right from the very beginning, the left in this country was out to get Donald Trump uh, right from when he declared his candidacy for president in 2016. Smear, smear, smear. That seems to be the left's seven-year-long failed obsession with taking down Trump. But this one took the cake. A former federal prosecutor recently said Donald Trump should be arrested promptly 
after unlawfully taking classified records. He said, did he sell, did he, Donald Trump, sell them to America's enemies? Any former Department of Justice prosecutor has to be looked at with suspicion after the lies the Department of Justice officials told to bring down President Trump. Now more than ever, those same prosecutors have to fear a GOP victory in November because if the Republicans win, the real investigations will start to undo the massive cover-ups going back to Hillary Clinton's infamous email scandal. And you remember that she destroyed 33,000 emails, probably many of which can contain secret and top secret uh, information, and she was never charged with uh, 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 Records Act violations, unlike Donald Trump. Uh, what do all these things have in common that I'm talking about? And I, I'm going to sort of like just mention a little bit about it as I go on, but you'll see it as we go on. Uh, in my opinion, they want to control what we drive, what we eat, what we say, what vaccines to take. They want to punish independent-minded folks who pay their loans and encourage more government dependency. That's what they want. They want to encourage more dependency. They want to guilt you into not voting for Trump by smearing him and telling you you are a fascist or a semi-fascist because you support the white supremacist, r allegedly racist uh, Donald Trump. This is control via big government and socialism. Why must people buy electric vehicles when they can't be charged? California does not have enough electricity. So the governor in Newsom, who's uh, uh, just an unbelievably stupid man, the governor has told people not to charge their electric vehicles after mandating that by 2035 there will be no more gas-powered vehicles in, in California. So now, folks, get on to this. California does not have enough electricity because of the left-wing Marxist environmental wackos who have successfully prevented the building of gas and nuclear-powered generators and instead built unreliable wind and solar. It's insane. Do you remember what happened in Texas when all the windmills froze a couple of winters ago and we had power outages all over Texas? You see what the left is doing? They don't care about the practical aspects of any of these things. All they care about is instituting their stupid plans with little or no regard to the impact that it's going to have because they want to stay in charge. They want to remain in power and they will say and do anything to maintain that power. The insanity of the Biden energy policies by cutting U.S. production, they have skyrocketed gas prices and enriched Vladimir Putin with higher oil prices, thus enabling Russia to indefinitely finance its genocidal war against Ukraine and prevented America from assisting Europe during the upcoming winter. Now, you know that Russia has already cut off gas supplies to Europe. So the Nord Stream 1 pipeline is not providing any gas to the Europeans. So the Europeans are going to have to sit this one out in cold apartments, very cold apartments. I, I know that they're trying to stockpile. I hope they have enough to get through the winter. But you see the insanity of the Biden policies here, that if we were producing more gas and oil, the world price would drop and that would topple the, the, the ruble because all of... 
uh, Russia's economy is dependent on the exporting of of uh, natural gas and oil, uh, and that would end the war in Vietnam in uh, Ukraine really quickly. I almost said Vietnam. That would end the war in Ukraine really quickly because without any money, they couldn't pay for anything that they need to conduct this war. So by cutting U.S. production, Biden has skyrocketed gas prices and enriched Putin with higher oil prices, thus enabling Russia to indefinitely finance its war against Ukraine and prevented America from assisting Europe with its cold winter coming up. We could be exporting lots of liquefied natural gas to Europe right now to offset the damage that Russia and Putin has done to European supplies. If California mandates electric vehicles, we will all have to follow suit. Virginia, as an example, is trying to repeal a law that mandates Virginia follows California electric vehicle mandates when only 2% of Virginia cars are electric vehicles. Now, folks, this is important because there's several other states, liberal, blue states, that have or are considering similar laws to mandate that those states, including Virginia, follow the mandates of the California legislature. So that would mean that by 2035, California and these several other states, big population, blue, east, northeast states, would also be uh, mandating an end to gas-powered uh, cars, gasoline-powered cars, by 2035. Now, you, folks, you can imagine, you could sit back and say, well, I live in South uh, Dakota or I live in uh, North Carolina. How is that going to affect me? Well, I'll tell you how it's going to affect you. When you have millions and millions of, of residents of those states having to buy electric vehicles and not being allowed to buy gas vehicles, what do you think that does to Detroit? Now Detroit says, oh, boy, this is what's happening across the country. We better start making electric vehicles in large numbers and stop producing gasoline powered vehicles. So we're all going to be held hostage by what these red, uh, what these blue states mandate as far as electric vehicles are concerned. If MAGA Republicans are fascists, does this justify any action against us? Well, uh, you know something, folks? Uh the idea of calling 74 million Trump voters and God only knows how, how many other millions of Americans that sympathize with the MAGA movement fascists. I think we should all be thinking to ourselves, what does that do? Does that justify violence against us? I mean, if you lived in Europe and someone told you that Hitler was going to is a fascist and he believes in killing millions of people like Jews and other people who don't fit in, homosexuals, for instance, that don't fit in with the Nazi regime, wouldn't you think that there would be a just cause in the minds of people that opposed Hitler to, sh to shoot him and kill him? Well, I, I, folks, I'm very worried about this in this country, that this type of talk is very, very dangerous. H.L. Mencken said the urge to save humanity is almost always a false front for the urge to rule. And that's what today's podcast is all about. It's all about the front for the left's urge to rule. They want to say and do anything to enable them to remain in power. According to the Democrats, drug overdoses are, are caused by Republicans. Now, can you believe that? That somehow Republicans are are to blame. I don't know how they how they pull that one off, but that's that's kind of what they're saying. And yet, uh, drug overdoses have skyrocketed since Biden has been. Here's another one for you to think about. 
America now has a standing army. Did you know that? In other words, a standing army on our soil, not overseas. The IRS has stockpiled 4,500 guns and 5 million rounds of ammunition, including shotguns, 539 long barrel rifles, and 15 submachine guns. The Veterans Administration has purchased 11 million rounds of ammunition, along with camouflaged uniforms, ride helmets, and shields, image-enhancing devices, and tactical lightning, lighting. Health and Human Services has acquired 4 million rounds, in addition to 1,300 guns, and including five submachine guns and 189 automatic firearms. Social Security, Social Security has secured 800,000 rounds plus armor and guns. The EPA owns 600 guns. The Smithsonian now employs hundreds of armed special agents. This is what the founders of our country feared the most, a standing permanent army on U.S. soil. This de facto standing army is made up of weaponized, militarized armed civilian forces that look like, dress like, and act like the military. So now you can see the thread that's running through today's podcast, that I'm, I'm really concerned about the, the demise of our democratic republic. I'm very concerned of the rise of authoritarianism and totalitarianism. We all should be. Totalitarianism is different than dictatorships. Dictatorships are enabled by a small group of people in an inner circle uh, that, that control everything. And, of course, you could say Russia is, is like a dictatorship because the oligarchs are that inner circle that benefit from the theft, the economic theft that Biden, that Putin, rather, has engaged in. But an authoritarian form of government is, is, is different. An authoritarian form of government has up to 25 to 30% of the population supporting the lies and deceptions of the administration. They say, the administration says, that they want to protect us from climate change. But 1,100 scientists have just written a document stating that there is no climate emergency caused by the actions of human beings, but they want to rescue us. So I can tell you that I've actually treated students, 16, 17 year old students who are, who have trouble sleeping at night. They're so scared of what's going to happen as they get older to the climate. They're being indoctrinated into hysterical fear mongering caused by their teachers in school buying into this line. So what's the idea? If there really isn't any reason for climate hysteria, and I'm going to say there isn't, and I'll go over some basics thinking as to why that is, then what's the goal? Well, the goal is they, they see the climate and the green agenda as a way of controlling us. So they, they will get to the point where they'll cancel us or they'll fire us from our jobs if we dare open our mouths that we want to maintain and drive gasoline-powered cars. God forbid we say that in school. So why do I say the climate uh, crisis is hysteria and exaggeration? Because the Earth's climate has been changing for billions of years. It's never the same. Yes, it's warmer now, and possibly human beings have contributed to that. But the warmth of the, uh, of the uh, climate right now has been exceeded in past epochs. Did you know that a thousand years ago, Greenland was green? Did you know that? 
That's a thousand years ago before gasoline uh, powered cars and jet planes spewing out carbon dioxide. Did you know that carbon dioxide is a fertilizer? Did you know that there are benefits to having more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, that the earth is becoming greener as the result of the increased amount of carbon dioxide? You don't believe me? Go on to Google and put in carbon dioxide as a fertilizer and you'll read all about it. So I believe that what's going on with assault rifles and the climate change and immigration is all about an effort to control us. How would immigration policy result in greater control over us? Well, if you add millions of, 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 uh, of illegals to our nation and you allow them to vote, what begins to happen is they sway elections to the left because the illegals, having been allowed to come to the promised land here in America, will be grateful eternally to the left for being admitted into the United States. So they will vote left to continue thanking the left in this country for allowing them and their families to exist here. That, to me, is the reason, main reason why Biden is is turning a deaf ear to what's going on on the on the border. All you have to do is just read the news and you'll see that hundreds of thousands of people a, a month are coming across. Several million have come across in the last year. The amount of de uh, deaths of these people is huge. The cartels are sending with them huge amounts of fentanyl, which is a deadly opioid drug that's 100 times more potent than heroin and is now being mixed with other drugs that s kids normally take or routinely take uh, illegally. Uh, like uh, in college, the kids all like to take uh, psychostimulant drugs so they can stay up all night and study for an exam the next day. Well, the cartels are mixing fentanyl with those drugs and giving them colors to make the unsuspecting students try them and think that they'll be safe. And then, of course, they have an overdose. What the opioid fentanyl does is it stops you from breathing. You can't breathe and you suffocate and you die. In the last year, 80,000 young people have died as the result of fentanyl overdoses. But is the government doing anything about it? No. As a matter of fact, the highest or largest cause of death among people 15 to 45 years of age is fentanyl overdoses. Yep. And along with that, life expectancy in the United States is the result of these stupid crazy, insane policies has dropped two years, but it's even dropped more among people in the age group I just indicated, 15 to 45. They're dying like uh, you can't believe it at, at, at a huge rate and no one is doing anything about it. So the bottom line, folks, as to why I am making today's podcast is all because of the fact that that I'm very concerned that all of the things we're seeing in the news, all the terrible stuff from the inflation, from two consecutive uh, quarters of no growth in the economy, um, to six, uh, 11 million people uh, not going back to work, um, to uh, the, 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 the fentanyl problem and the overdoses taking place, uh, telling uh, teachers in school that they have to teach gender identity stuff, uh, even if it, uh, it goes against what parents want. You know, you're telling a kid that's seven or eight years of age that if he has a penis, he doesn't have to have to be a boy. All right. And some schools are even telling young kids that 
if what they're what if they want if what they want to do about their gender differs with what their parents they should re- want they should report their parents for undermining their health it's incredible what's going on in this country and the only way we're going to be able to stop this folks is by an election which is coming up in november you better vote the right way or this is going to get worse thanks for listening this is the dr raymond havlicek podcast had a great one the last time with dimitri feld about ukraine you ought to listen to that one hope you enjoy your labor day God bless America. God help the people of Ukraine. Peace.